So I know that uh, some of these tariffs are hitting certain companies pretty hard. Uh, you know, a lot of local farmers as well. Um, but this recent move by a large company, uh, specifically in regards to one of their products that they're releasing, uh, is just a big head, head scratcher uh, to me. And, you know, I've spent money on some stupid shit. Don't get me wrong. But $1,000 for... $1,000, Brian. For a computer stand. $1,000. You literally put your computer on it. And that's it. But you can raise it up and down. For $1,000. You can flip it. 90 degrees for $1,000. Yes. That's a down payment on a car. That's unbelievable. That's an iPhone. Yeah. That is literally the world's information in the palm of your hand. You know when you pay $1,000 for an iPhone, you know what you don't get? A stand? A stand. You can't stand the iPhone up. Sorry. Pop sockets. I'm sure they'll sell. I'm sure sure they'll be coming out with one real soon, only... $550. Yes, welcome to this episode of Pop Not Soda. We've been gone for two weeks, and we know that you have missed us. I Um, mean, I've been having to work like three jobs to save up for this stand. (laughs) 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 Uh, We've got a great episode for you today. We are going to be talking uh, DC's fumble of Swamp Thing. DC? I don't believe you. (laughs) we're going to be talking Netflix's season five of Black Mirror, uh, and we'll promise to try and keep it as spoiler-free as possible. However, I will be spoiling the shit out of X-Men Dark Phoenix, uh, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. just to let you know that's coming after the break. We're going to be talking NBA Finals, E3, but let's get back, Brian, to this m- this ridiculous fucking product. And the I f- pro display stand yeah i mean it's so ridiculous so you know like apple throws this jerk itself off conference every year where they talk about the new products and you know all the dumb shit you're gonna drop thousands of dollars on uh so this year they introduced like a new uh macbook and that in itself is like i think six grand is the the cheapest price for one of those bad boys. Uh, and in addition to that, you know, if you really want to be a part of the Apple squad, like, you know, you probably got to get the stand with it. So, you know, just another quick thousand bucks. No big deal. Well, yeah, because this, what they're releasing is the Pro Display XDR, which is a 32 inch monitor. Which is five grand, mm-hmm. and then you pay one grand for said stand. Oh, I guess you probably like monitor. have to buy the stand. Yes, right. Oh, it so it's not it optional. It doesn't fucking stand up. Yeah. Okay. So there, the, there you go. Yeah. They got gotcha. you. Hook line who? and sinker. Who did they get? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All these yuppies that are going to go out and you know buy I, it day one. Like the mo- one of the most depressing photos I saw were all of the reporters and influencers at the Apple event who were around the table of just the freaking s- pro display stand <laughs> taking photos of it with their iPhones. <laughs> like, oh, this is the content I've got to put out. Is Look at how easily you can just waste money. I know. And it's such a shame, you know, from like the Steve Jobs days when these – conferences and presentations were just like mind-blowing because he's you know introducing just the coolest new tech bleeding edge stuff that no one's ever seen and now tim cook's just like oh here's you know version 7.0 we're gonna raise the price make it a little bit faster the battery's gonna last a little bit longer screen's a little bit better camera's a little bit better and we'll get more of your data yeah and then we're just gonna come out with a new one in nine months how long do they come out with a second stand? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be able to turn 95 degrees. Right. Yeah. And maybe even flip it like 
all the way around. Like you have to oh, attach it so it never comes out, right? Could you imagine? That'd be that would probably itself be twenty five hundred. Yeah, right. No, actually, they'll, they'll probably make it eighteen hundred dollars. So it's ten dollars for each degree that mm. it flips. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen any piece of tech or hardware as ridiculous, ridiculously unnecessary and priced like this Mac monitor stand? No. I mean, I can't think of one. I mean, I think it's the price, right? Because there's a bunch of a dumb shit. Dollars. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, there's a bunch of dumb shit accessories that are out there, but you know those manufacturers aren't trying to get you for too much 20 bucks 50 bucks whatever but a thousand dollars and like to make it you know pretty much required with the computer is just so fucking obnoxious as we're recording on my macbook pro <laughs> as i look up research on my apple iphone yeah fuck you apple i mean this basically this is and and you know what you can't even blame millennials for this bullshit. <laughs> because there's there's I mean there shouldn't be. There probably will be. But this is definitely a Gen X thing. Oh yeah. Millennials aren't buying a fucking computer. No. Give me a break. You don't need one. Well they can't afford one either. No too. I just don't understand. I don't understand why. And it's so weird to have that be something that you announce at the event. I know. Like That's that just should have been something that so popped up on the online store. Right. It's just so sad that th- this is what they've gotten Maybe to. They just think right? it's so cool. Like no one's talking about the new iOS. Yeah, no one's Catalina. talking about. No one's talking about that. Right. No one's talking about the new iPad. That's gonna be you know, great. Because there's no stand for the iPad. I guess not. You know what? I just can't wait for the Chinese manufactured um, eBay and Amazon knockoffs. Of the stand that <laughs> costs like thirty dollars, <laughs> it's it's kind of like the AirPod knockoffs that are like yep. always like fourteen dollars on Amazon, but are only gonna work for like seventy four minutes. You're right, like you know what you're getting because you're paying fifteen dollars. But I I just can't wait for that market to come out. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should put out pop nut soda stands. Yeah, get your PNS stand. Yeah, it'll rotate sixty nine degrees. Perfect, and uh, it will move up and down. Uh, however, um, pulling the monitor out is not as effective as other stands. Yeah. Those all sound like fair assertions. I would say that would be something. So if you're interested in purchasing a Pop Not Soda branded, uh, Kickstarter will be up pro display tomorrow. You can, uh, and if you want to help in the, the development, you can go to our, pa- our uh, Patreon and get some funds. And you know what? We'll undercut the price. <laughs> it, it will cost sixty nine sixty nine. <laughs> Yeah, that feels like a perfect price point, you know? Yeah. After tats, it's probably like 78-something, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, blame California. I mean, at least E3 hasn't had ridiculous announcements, such as an Xbox stand for $1,000. Not yet, at least. Yeah, true. Uh, Microsoft is having their big E3 panel today. Yeah, I mean, Microsoft is, uh, is definitely bringing the heat, apparently, this year to E3. If you're not familiar with E3... We're not talking about Apple anymore. We just transitioned straight out of there. Um, if you don't know what E3 is, it's like it's basically the Comic Con, but for video games. So it's like the biggest video game conference in the world. Uh, happens once a year in the summer. I don't know if it always takes place in LA, but it's in LA this year. And uh, for the most part, it's when uh, you have a lot of game announcements. Um, I don't really think they're going to talk about any new system stuff this year. Well, how Sounds wrong like would you be? What do you mean? Because there's rumors floating around as we're recording this on Sunday afternoon that during Xbox's E3 press conference... Oh, they'll like drop the new system. ...that it's likely to be the time and place of when the new system will be dropped. And it's being reported that this new system's name is Xbox Scarlet. Okay. Get some color in there. That's the code name, at least. Ah, so. got it. Uh, yeah, I mean, new system announcements are always whatever. Uh, like, it's cool, but, you know, it's still going to be multiple years out. I mean, I'm more excited for a lot of these games. And uh, just, I mean, just, 
you know, today, the Star the Star Wars game that uh, a lot of people are talking about. Uh, they just dropped like a 13 minute uh, clip of that. It looks super awesome. Um, so I think all the Star Wars nerds are definitely going to be freaking out about that. Um, I mean, Microsoft is pretty much throwing the gauntlet down and saying, like, this is our year. So the big Halo announcement's coming that people have been creaming their pants over for God knows how long. Um, I mean, kind of myself included, like, I always loved Halo and grew up playing Halo, and I probably put more hours into Halo 2 than any other game I've played, but, yeah. you know, I'm a PlayStation guy now, so. I mean, Halo 2, was that was that first online experience. <sighs> man. The noob combo. Dorm dorm room Halo 2. <laughs> My God. And see, this is how I know that I'm four years younger than you, because it was dorm room Halo 3. Mm. And yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Right. Uh, Speaking of which, that you know, that's that another big game. They're bringing back. They're updated. Yeah, rebooting. I don't know what the fuck they're well, doing. Well, because you know they made it ten years ago, right? So warfare has changed in ten years. Yes. So more modern warfare. They also made fucking four of them. No, 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 did they? Yeah, I thought it was only three. No, because I thought the fourth one was advanced warfare. Uh, With Kevin Spacey. I was just looking at this the other day, and I'm pretty positive. I'm pretty I sure it's four. three. All right, we'll we'll have a short round. Look it up. Yeah, wait. Um, um I didn't get sh- I didn't pick him up today. Oh yeah, I was just gonna text him. Oh okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're just gonna make him work on his <laughs> yeah. day off. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, he is unpaid, so it's like the same thing. Right. Exactly. He just doesn't get any Dr Pepper and Red Vines today. No rest for the wicked. He's not uh, doing shit. Well, and you know that uh, with Halo, the Master Chief Collection is coming to PC, uh, and that beta is actually starting today as we're recording. Mm. Um, and it's included for that service for PC gamers for four ninety nine a month. You get access to ten games, which is going to include the Master Chief Collection. That's a pretty good value. Yeah, for sure. I mean, no one wants to play Halo four or five. Probably not. But to play Halo two, like you said, four ninety nine. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, I take what you can get. Yeah, exactly. And then you know, Nintendo announced a lot of new things for Pokemon Sword and Shield specifically. Yep what some of the next-gen Pokemon are going to look like and what that gameplay looks like, uh, and getting more with N- Nintendo Direct and their online system. So you can, you know, that's one thing that Nintendo has already always, always lacked in, far behind PlayStation and Xbox, and that's our online um, player v. player interface. Yeah. And it looks like with the Switch, it's coming slowly but surely, and it'll be a lot more advanced than anything the Wii U ever had, which is cool. Yeah, about time. Right? Yeah. And I think if they do that, then I really think Nintendo is just going to run away with it. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, it's still, it's still to me, is never going to pull away the core gamer, which I think in today's definition is, you know, you're playing Call of Duty, you're playing Ooh. Fortnite, you're I'm, playing Apex Legends. I don't right? think it's going to be, like, people choosing between Xbox and Nintendo or PlayStation and Nintendo, like they have to choose between PlayStation and Xbox. You think, think it'll be... Like a, a switch a is a system own. that everybody has. I think that's the difference. Is that they have such they've created such a unique gaming experience, and they continue to build upon that with great games that um, are worth your time, and don't have so many fucking loot boxes to go through, <laughs> so that your your spending in the games is limited. That it will be the secondary system that everybody owns. I know I ha- all my friends that have Switches, that's not their only gaming system. They all have Xbox Ones or PS4s. Right. But everybody I know that has an Xbox One or a PS4 has a Switch. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting because I think this will eventually uh, fizzle out. Like, just the the fervor of the Battle Royale-style combat. You Fortnite, know? bro? You, think, you don't think Fortnite's going to last forever? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I think, like, the first-person, third-person shooter style is definitely going to be around forever. But, yeah, I mean, something's going to happen where, you know, because forever it was Team Deathmatch, you know, with Halo and Call of Duty. Oh, yeah, bro. And uh, Survivor. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, obviously you had Counter-Strike 2, uh, which was another hugely popular game. And then it was, like, Capture the Flag and then, you know, like, all this other shit. And then Overwatch came along and they, you know, had, like, their styles. And, um, you know, you, like, move the fucking tank through the shit. And that was super popular. And then, um, you know, we we all know the Battle Royale PUBG-style format. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of interested to see what takes place next. 
Um, I am super stoked though that there's like you know a bunch of like single player games being announced, right? Uh, which hopefully you know doesn't go away. Um, but we have you know Final Fantasy VII remake. We have Cyberpunk 2077. Hopefully we'll we'll see a lot more footage of that. Um, we have some other stuff I can't think of off the off the top of my head. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I'm hoping that it'll be a good mix of like new surprise announcements plus stuff that you know people have been waiting for a long time to see. Oh yeah, Gears of War. That's another one. That's yeah. That'll be being announced. I just I just really hope that the Star Wars game isn't the shit show that Battlefront 2 was. I mean it yeah, it never will be. I mean just the clip alone gives me I, I mean gives me so much hope. Well, and you know the other no thing that I think it may not be at this year's E3, but maybe E3 in 2020 that these companies um, are really going to have to address is the fact that there is so much uh, regulation coming down about loot boxes and targeting teenagers specifically and how they're going to get around that and how they're going to have to change the way that they're building their pay-per-play. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, it's crazy to think about that. I feel like video games is one of the only products that has, like, literally maintained its price for the last, like, two decades, you know? Like, games have always been $60. Yeah, anywhere from, like, 40 to 60 bucks. Right? Like, that's just always been a thing. PST games used to be 50 Yeah, but, I mean, you know, like, right around that price point, right? Yeah. I think even some games... I remember like seventy. I think like Resident Evil at one point was like seventy dollars. Yeah, you got like the collector's edition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, like, because it makes sense, right? Because like these games are not costing less to make, right? They're costing much yeah. more to make. So I mean, you like, yeah, figure if you look at games like God of War, where that's literally a movie. I mean, God of War, you know, Red Dead Redemption, The Last of Us, you know, Part Two oh, that's I'm coming out, for, Cyberpunk. I mean, these I'm games really are fucking we massive. We get an announcement of. The final, like the release, and a new trailer for The Last of Us Two. Yeah, because from what we've had, we haven't had air. We haven't heard anything. Yeah, I want more. Just that first, uh, that first clip, which was awesome because it looks yeah. fucking brutal. It looks great. Yeah, Ellie's not fucking around. Um, no, and she is a little bit curious. Yeah, I'm yeah. all for it. Perfect for this month, right? Yeah. Happy Pride Month. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. Uh, there's, you know, so, you know, let us know what you think were the biggest announcements from E3, uh, what you are most looking forward to that's been announced, uh, and maybe we'll hit up Brett on the social media and see if he's can take a break right. from scrubbing to uh, let us know his thoughts on E3. Uh -huh. So keep an eye out for that. Maybe we get a little Facebook or Instagram update from Brett. Yeah, he'll be in his feelings for uh, <laughs> for E3 for sure. It's like Christmas for him. Yeah. You know also who uh who's in their feelings right now. You mean feeling. Shh. Oh, if you're talking about Drake, I'm talking about Kawhi, because I feel like feeling <laughs> is one feeling. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Mr. Robot, Kawhi Leonard. Um Ye. he just has kill mode and relaxed mode. And he's in kill mode right now. So yeah, talking about Drake, talking about the Toronto Raptors talking about hopefully Golden State uh, losing and handing the uh, the trophy off to somebody else. And I don't think anyone is really much more deserved of, uh, of the championship this year than Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Dude has been playing out of his mind. I mean, he's just like so – it's crazy. He literally is just like a robot. Like, he has no emotion. No, because it's not over. Somebody asked him, like, you know, are you happy to be up 3-1? And he's like, what it says to be happy about, we haven't won yet. And that's the most Kobe response. Because that harkens back to 2010 when uh, the Lakers were up 2-0 uh, on the Magic. And somebody was like, yeah, Kobe, you know, you feeling good? And he's like, no, it's not over. We're up 2-0, so what? Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, it's been a, a wild uh tournament you know i think the playoffs have have been 
full of surprises and uh, and I mean great games, great matchups. And I definitely think the NBA is is taking over for my favorite sport to watch, and not necessarily like what's happening on the court, but just how much interaction there are now with like players and fans. I mean, quite literally <laughs> with you know Drake and then uh, that that minority owner of the of okay. the Warriors. While we're on that subject, just let me say. The bullshit that he got one year and half a mil. Oh yeah, well I think that'll that's just like the quick hand slap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because but the, you're never gonna see that guy. The ever dude again. in Utah got banned for life. Yeah, no, you're never gonna see. And that he guy didn't ever put again. hands on anybody. But that, but the dude who did is also a billionaire, so you know a little bit different treatment. Yeah, different. Different class status, you know. Well, of course, and that's why I'm saying it's some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but there are rumors that Golden State is going to force him to sell his shares. Yeah, I think you have to, right? Like that was just absolutely ridiculous. Out of anyone to know better, out of anyone to know better, it should be a minority owner. Or you let Kyle Lowry and that dude go at it for like a minute in the octagon for his punishment and uh then he can you know no, but this, be Ka- wheelchaired into games Ka- after that kyle lowry versus this dude one-on-one all right if uh kyle wins he gets half the dude's stack <sighs> i like it yeah you know that dude's like poisoning his food and hiring a dude. sniper it just and when i saw it live i was like that's not okay at all because it was so uncomfortable. Yes, Kyle did r- run into his wife. He looked, and he was getting up, and didn't. You know, it wasn't like he was yelling or anything. He was just trying to get up, and the dude just shoves him. No sense at all. And then told him, you know, to shut the fuck up, get the fuck out of here, like repeatedly. Yeah, not cool. Not a good look. Um, and I will say the NBA usually handles this a lot better because I know in football, <laughs> this would have been like. <laughs> The w- it would have been just it's enraged. it would still be an ongoing yeah. investigation you know oh my god somehow Tom Brady would be at fault and I'd be okay with that <laughs> but I will say the one thing that's coming out of these finals is how Kawhi Leonard is going from the the quietest worker in the room right somebody for some reason who has been deemed the best two way player in the NBA for a couple years now which when you say best two way player in the NBA I don't know how that just isn't best all around player because if you're the best at offense and defense, doesn't that make you? But he may not be the best scorer. He may not be the best intangibles. Yes, he yeah. only has one Passer, championship. You know. Uh, however, he has not only transcended into the best player currently in the world at basketball, but he has transcended into the most memeable NBA player. <laughs> well, his answers are because you know these reporters. Right, ask the dumbest questions. Yeah, they're doing their day job, so they got to ask these questions in order to get the sound bites that everybody wants to use. But a lot of these questions are just like uh, are are just terrible, right? They're either leading or they are literally phrased where there's like only one right way to answer it. So again, they can get their sound bite. But Kawhi is just so honest, uh, and he just you know cuts through all the bullshit. It's just it's hilarious. I mean, someone asked him like, you know, what this effect or what this championship, uh, how it would affect the city of Toronto and da da da. And he was like, I don't know. You got to go ask somebody on the street. He's like, you know, I feel like they've been waiting for this a long time, but I'm just trying to get it done. <laughs> like, and, uh, for those of you like myself who had the privilege to read the Atlantic article that came up this week, uh, of, uh, Basically, it just sounded like it, w- it was just a conference call between a reporter and former teammates and coaches at San Diego State about Kawhi. And this thing was just full of great quotes and images into a player who I had the pleasure of watching play at San Diego State when I was a student, specifically during the 34-3 and um, run. And the phrases that came out of it of what Kawhi would say <laughs> playing basketball 
the board man gets paid. Yep. He couldn't uh he also couldn't understand why guys weren't as good as him. Why why people needed help defense. Why help defense was something they had to learn. Yeah. Because you can't just stand and in front of th- your man. And that yeah, and then he had to participate in help defense. Uh it talks about the fact that he is just again short with words where if he wanted to go to the store or if they were going to go to the mall or something, he wouldn't say like let's do he'd just be like, I'm up which is a a phrase that a lot of the, the players said. Uh, he would also say nope when people would try to drive by him. <laughs> uh, like, that would be constant. Uh, there's a great quote from DJ Gay, who was the senior point guard on the team uh, when Kawhi was a sophomore during that 34-3 and three season. And DJ Gay, he was an undersized point guard. He was great, but he said that he, he was a great scorer for his size. Uh, one of the best scoring guards in L.A. high school uh, when he was playing. And that he had a unblockable an undefendable step back, which is true if you watch the tape. And at the beginning of the season when Kawhi was a freshman, Kawhi couldn't block it. And it was towards the end of the year into the sophomore year where DJ could no longer get the the step back fadeaway off on Kawhi. And that's when he knew, like, this is just – it's not fair. I'm not even going to try anymore. I mean, I think that is just a perfect, like, microcosm to who he is because – you know, like, when he was at San Diego State, he was a good player, maybe even bridging to great player. He was raw. He was – because uh, he, he was 18, 19. Sure, sure. But, you know, nobody in their right mind was saying, oh, he's, you know, he could be at Kobe's level, LeBron's level, KD's level, right? Yeah. He was just going to be a project player. In the draft, they were like, oh, he could be the Nets' Bruce Bowen. Yeah. Exactly. If like, he can hit, hit uh, three-pointers consistently. Because at the time, he wasn't a great three-point shooter. Yeah. And so what he – I think, to me, what's so amazing – and there's you know there's a lot of young guys in the NBA that are doing this as well. Uh, Giannis and, and Siakam, who's, who's also on Toronto. But they're just taking, like, such huge leaps year after year. And, I mean, it's just a testament to, like, how, how hard they work. But – I think it's also – it's just, like, rare, right, that guys are able to get that much better consistently. And it's just a special type of individual that, you know, has all of the things uh, that that make that up, right? Like, the ability to, to work hard and sacrifice and, um, you know, study because, you know, studying – is a large part about that too whether it's like tendencies of the other team uh or you know the best things to do while you're practicing while you're working out to make yourself you know a better player to work on things that you might need to get better at um so yeah i mean it's just been an amazing experience to watch him evolve and a lot of things point. made sense of why he's playing so well where like you like lebron and lebron is just one of the most naturally athletic and talented individuals like he is just a freak of nature yeah like Co- he probably could have gone pro in any and, and, sport and he anything wanted, he, yeah. if, if, whatever he played he was going to be great at yeah. uh Kawhi, he's also athletically freaky his his wingspan his hands alone um, they don't call him the claw for nothing but the fact that there's anecdotes about him being at team dinners watching mj highlights all the time if he wasn't watching tape, or he, he was watching MJ highlights because he wanted to be Michael Jordan, um, and it just goes back to the fact that it, it's not. And for the lack of his communication or empathy, it's not that he's a bad teammate. He he's always there. He's le- he leads by example. He puts the work in. And if you look at how the Raptors left Game Four, walking through the tunnel, it wasn't a celebration on the court. It looked like it, they lost. It it was like all right, cool. Yeah, it's a business trip. Right. And it's contagious because I think you can see the effect that Kawhi's leadership, it may not be through words, but it's through what he leaves out on the floor. And that's what really I think is – this is a great palate cleanser for how he left San Antonio. And I think he's doing this par- partially because he went from – he just name a player who has left another franchise and within one year become that franchise's most valuable player. Yeah. I mean, other than LeBron. But like I, yeah, LeBron's going to go – I mean, except when he went – you know, I think D. Wade was better than him when he went to Miami. But when he went to the Lakers, the Lakers were shit. 
Toronto was a good team. But he also went. He also went back to Cleveland with Kyrie and Kevin Love. But but what I'm saying is, Toronto was number two seed last year. I think they were the one. Or were they the one seed? No. uh, Whatever. They were one or two. They They were one one or two two without Kawhi. Right. So Kawhi went to that team and became that team's best player. And they also traded away their best player yeah. to get him. Though, I mean, I right? love the uh, Demar died for this. <laughs> like, I love that. <laughs> that was a great sign. Um, and you know, I mean, and it made it made sense. Like this is why he's so sought after. And I think if there's anybody who should be courted I- in the league currently, it's not Anthony Davis. It's not Kyrie. It's Kawhi. Yeah. And just for the fact that New Balance, it's just going to be impossible though. Because he'll just up. he'll never answer your phone calls. No, he'll never talk and to you. That's the craziest thing too. Is that's why uh, schools didn't want to go after him because he, they couldn't get a hold of him, and so they didn't think it was worth the extra effort. And that just made it. That just made him angry. Like I think I feel like he's like the Hulk of basketball, <laughs> because I feel like he got he felt like he was mistreated at the Spurs. So he said, "Hey, I'm going to go show you what yeah. I am." You think totally. that? I, yeah. Okay, Tony Parker. Fuck you. Let me go show you who I am. And the fact that they're playing Golden State, and he doesn't forget 2017 and Zaza's foot. Yep. Because that was a dirty-ass play. You see him extend the foot in the second motion and put it underneath Kawhi so that he can land on it with his bum angel. And now he wants to take everything that Golden State loves and holds dearly. And it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, he is just – I mean, he's, he's single-handed – not single-handedly, uh, but – yeah, I mean, he is just walking through that team. I mean, it was and just dismantling the, them. the the tell the telltale sign was game four when they were playing horribly, but somehow only down four, and Kawhi comes out and just hits two just threes, bangs two threes, back, and they just ran away. Yeah, and like, that was it. That was it, it. He just set the tone for the second half. Like, yeah, you guys can't hang, and it's it's crazy to watch. It is, and. New Balance just can keep putting out fun guy t-shirts and <laughs> boy man gets paid and I'm up. Like the dude just is making his own catchphrases. Like he sure. I think he's like without trying to be, he's like uh the the spectrum Muhammad Ali. Because I feel like he's <laughs> the, a basketball genius, right? Yeah, like yeah. and I, so I, I you, you know, they say geniuses have a little bit of that spectrum. Look at people that musically um like Beethoven or Kanye West, like who are musically talented, but socially, mm-hmm. they're just off. I would say the same thing about Kawhi. He's a genius in what he does, but socially, he's just off. Right. But, man, he just – the catchphrases are just fantastic. <laughs> like, there was a post on Reddit about the St. Louis Blues and Boston Bruins Stanley Cup Finals game, and the top comments were all Kawhi quotes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, board man gets paid. Ye, I'm up. Like all of like he has transcended the fact that he's the number one mean end quote on Reddit, which is that should just say something about his star power. Yeah. I mean when you're the best whatever you are in the world, right, you're gonna get that recognition and you know, it's definitely happened with Kawhi and, and name somebody that went after Nike for a logo. Yeah. I mean that that makes sense though, because I'm sure what they're doing is, you know, trying to come out with something uh, new oh, yeah, yeah. with that, right, obviously. But the fact that this man – because it was weird because uh, my roommate pointed out that he, during the press conference after, I think, game two or game three, he was wearing a claw Oh, yeah, I saw that. Jacket. Right, I saw that. And he was like, dude, uh, I don't think that's cool. New Balance, like that, you know, that logo is owned by Nike. And there's been rumors about the Clippers trying to buy the rights for the logo to give to Kawhi to try and tempt him to come to L.A. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why Nike did it. They bought it so that they could prove that they're like all in on him and like you know yeah. want to use his design and all. But that. Uh, the fact that he's the one that claimed that he came up with it, which it probably it looks like it's something he would come up with. Yeah. Uh, that that he the lawsuit comes up the next day and we're like, oh, that's why he wore it. <laughs> um, it's just crazy. It's crazy. All right, we're gonna head to break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk swamp thing. Never thought I'd have to say that on an episode of Pop Not Soda. Mm-hmm. Brett's prom date. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> That's rough. I'm uh, sorry. I, we're, we're, I don't remember who we went to prom with. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, you know her <laughs> somehow. Uh, if you were Brett's prom date, uh, let us know. I'm pretty sure I know who it was. Okay. And then uh, we're going to talk Black Mirror Season 5. And I am going to give you the review of a lifetime. 
a lifetime, huh? Yeah, of X Men Dark Phoenix. You won't want to miss it. So stick around. So it's not the worst X Men movie. Mm, it's not even no, no. <laughs> Fucking watch X Men Origins Wolverine again, and then you come back here and tell me, oh yeah, will I am, bro? Okay. Okay. Yeah, just look and at that Gambit. Ryan Reynolds fucking Deadpool. Yeah. Gambit was also just as bad. Oh, the dude from Friday Night Lights? Right. Yeah. Sabretooth was, was awful too. Not Lee Schreiber, Lee but Schreiber, like, yeah. But the fact that like they had him running on like all fours and And that they made him Wolverine's brother. Yeah, right. Fucking upset me. It's not X Men Last Stand. Okay. Because that movie is fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. There's no rewatchability in that. None. Get Kelsey Grammer's ass out of here. <laughs> and I would say it's probably on par with The Wolverine. Okay. And it hovers around X-Men Apocalypse. Okay. It's about where Be- I was expecting it. But it's not without its issues. And we're going to get into it. So when you go on and you see that it's rated 22% on Rotten Tomatoes, I think that's unfair. Uh, I think some people, especially, I I, could have been considered one of these people. When they saw the trailers and the promotions and understood what the story was going to be and that the fact that they were doing the Dark Phoenix saga for a second time and they still weren't getting it right, just wanted to downvote this to hell. Because the fact of, you know, first time, shame on you. Right. Second time, shame on me. So they still don't get it right. They don't. And they embrace more of the Dark Phoenix saga, but they don't explain it. So unless you've read it. Right. Because like, how can you do that in one movie? Yeah. You can't. No, I no, no. And that's why I, I just don't get Fox's... Just hang up with the Dark Phoenix saga. Right. It just doesn't. It just doesn't make sense, and that's and that's why I think Apocalypse was so sour for me. Because they put themselves into a corner. Right. And this movie was always going to suffer from the ending of Apocalypse, um, because you you're left when you leave X Men Apocalypse. You're like, okay, so does she already have the Phoenix Force? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> oh, so she can just annihilate the most powerful being yeah. on planet yeah. Earth? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so they, yeah, Brian Singer put their ass into a corner. And so this movie was going to try and get out of it without being X Men The Last Stand. So there was no stupid X Men here. Great. You're already <laughs> leaps ahead of Last Stand. However, you had the fact that for some godforsaken reason they just keep leaning on the star power of Jennifer Lawrence having to be a good guy. Mm. Or, uh, sorry, good person. Yeah. Yeah, some of those lines in the trailer are just cringeworthy and, and for sure. she mailed it in, man. I think this is one of those things where I th- it reminds me of the most recent Halle Berry like, thing on uh, James Gordon's show. Where they did like the fill your guts or spill your guts, and they asked her like, oh, "Have you ever Catwoman. been on a movie and known it's shit?" Right. She didn't even say it was that movie. She said it. Oh, really? Movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she and she's like, "Yeah, sometimes you just know, like you just you know you read the script, cool, but you get there and you can just, you know." And I think Jennifer Lawrence just was done. Oh yeah. Like she she just wanted to be put out of her godforsaken misery of this character because this, and, and they, this this saga of X-Men got stuck with Jennifer Lawrence. Um, it was a blessing and a curse because when she was casted to play Mystique in first class, she had no film credits to her name before that, really. Like, I, the only thing that I'd seen her in before that was Like Crazy, <laughs> which is an obscure, sad, rom, not, not even rom-com. It's a sad, romantic drama mm-hmm. um, with uh, the guy from Star Trek that passed away, Anton, R.I.P. So she blows up after first class because she becomes the cornerstone friend, you know, of the Hunger Games, which at the time was the biggest movie series in the world. Yep. And then she's winning Academy Awards. And so they utilize her perfectly 
in Days of Future Past, where she's a vigilante, anti-hero, right. trying to protect mutants, but not as bad as Magneto. Yeah. Like, she's the go-between between Xavier and Magneto. Perfect. Cool. Just should have fucking left her at that. But you had, but you, they they bring her back in a starring role for Apocalypse, and they make her the mutant savior because she was like, oh my god, I hated it. <laughs> and that leads you to this, where she's now the leader, like the the she's leader like, she's on like the ground the of X Mom. Yeah, is really what it feels it's so like. Dumb. It's so dumb. I will say that the only thing that's always constant in these movies is just how good James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender mm. are. I know, like. And the fact that they have to sit second fiddle to Jennifer Lawrence is a travesty. <laughs> because Jennifer Lawrence stopped caring about this role in the last movie. <laughs> and this one, it's even more evident. So she just brings the movie down. Every scene with her is hard to watch because you just don't believe it. Uh, the young dude playing Cyclops, it's the best screen portrayal of Cyclops. Like, yeah, I Shout like out him. to that dude. Yeah, I don't know his name. He's only like 21. Uh, He's great. Yeah, you, Ready Player One, You too. do... Yeah, 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 yeah. That kid, he's way better than uh, James Marsden. Mm. So, enjoy Sonic, James, because <laughs> we're so glad not to have your whiny stot ass. Enjoy brushing those teeth. Yeah, <sighs> hopefully not. Uh, I, w- you know, uh, Nicholas Holt, Jennifer Lawrence's ex, is good, and the makeup for Beast—it's the best that Beast has ever looked because he's a little older. Um, Storm, way better than Halle Berry. Yeah, I li- I liked her. Yeah. Uh, and she's better in this. She has more, you know, and her and her role fits. She's a supporting X Men, um, and she's a badass. Nightcrawler is good. They they treat his character well, but the Quicksilver, dude, he's only in it for like the first twenty five minutes, and you don't Shame. get a Quicksilver scene because it's not Brian Singer because Brian Singer is dying in the same hole as Kevin Spacey right. for uh, assaulting young boys, um, but. He like Evan Peters. He's great in the first twenty five minutes. He's good. Like his lines, quirky. Like I really liked him as Quicksilver, but they take him out at the beginning and they never bring him back, which is fine because when you have an ensemble like this, it's hard to keep so many characters going, right. especially when you introduce more. He's just like a fan favorite. I figured he would have been, <sighs> yeah, involved, right. You know, you know, you know who I'm upset. No Jubilee, man. They gave me a oh. little Jubilee fucking taste in Apocalypse, yeah, and they didn't even fucking bring her back. Man. So yes, the Dazzler makes an appearance. And if you don't know who the Dazzler is, just go look her up. <laughs> so I could like be like, oh, they the Dazzler finally fucking <laughs> made it on screen. But I still don't get any fucking Jubilee or Gambit. Right. Like cool. Um and I feel for Sophie Turner because they just she did her best with the gene character that they wrote. And it's not bad, but man, they just don't know how to write the Dark Phoenix character. Yeah, because it's a character. It's not like Gene f- struggling, which is what this movie focuses on. Like the Dark Phoenix is a separate fucking persona, right? That they just never give into. And when they did it in the last stand, they just made her like a fucking murder zombie. Yeah, which didn't make super sense. W- super like, weird. Right? It's supposed to have its own fucking persona. Um, they do introduce the aliens, spoiler, from the Dark Phoenix saga. But they give no fucking background, nothing other than a quick little glimpse, so you don't even care about the villain. Yeah, it looks like she's just wasted too. Chastain in it. Yeah. It's whatever, dude. It's like, like it's it, it, to me. It's like the same thing that happened with uh, uh, what's his face, Apocalypse. That yeah. actor, Oscar, Oscar, yeah, Oscar Isaac. Like great actor, just yeah. give him something better no. to There's, do. You and, know, and you don't understand why. Like, oh, they're gonna. Take over our world and make it theirs. How? What? Yeah. You sh- like it, it does. It doesn't make sense. I will say though that the fact that they went est- extraterrestrial with the villains let the mutants fucking go crazy on them. So there is a battle scene towards the end where you get Magneto, Scott, Nightcrawler powers, Storm powers that are fucking murdering people. So that's cool to see. Yeah. Um, and you don't feel bad about like the fact that it's always like military that they're beating up <laughs> right so that's cool but it's just you don't care about the villain and i think we've talked about this and we've talked about this for a while because that was marvel in stage two their issue was they couldn't they were struggling to write villains that people care about it's the same thing i talked about with venom it's the same thing in thor the dark world if you don't have a villain in which you understand their motives completely and that aren't written well 
and are that have some sort of depth to them, the movie's going to struggle. And if you aren't able to write a clear side other than, oh, these are the bad guys, we have to take them out, why do I care about the movie? Right. And now because of that, because you decided to do the Dark Phoenix saga again, you're going to lose $100 million. It is shaping to be the lowest opening domestically for any X-Men movie, which is a travesty that yeah. fucking X-Men Origins bucks more I think. money. Yeah. It's still going to make $140 million worldwide on right. opening weekend, so it'll be fine. But in the long run, it's going to lose $100 million, and you feel for it because they had it, man. I will say for as bad as Apocalypse was, because it had its issues, when they gave me the fucking Danger Room scene and all the X-Men and their comic like 90s aesthetic costumes. I was like, yes, all for it. Mm-hmm. Sign me the fuck up. Cool. And then they don't do it in this movie at all. And man, they, they really did blow it because this was the perfect timing to drop this movie, right? Because, yeah. you know, Game of Thrones is over, Avengers is over, you know, nothing is really happening until July. Like, this was your month, June, to just destroy every weekend and make a ton of money yeah i mean and i will say there is a point like it's especially when i'm talking to the cyclops character where he tells magneto and this is a quote if you hurt her i will fucking kill you and i'm like yeah that's scott summers thank you because scott is an asshole like yeah. he like, and he is, was like obsessed yes. with gene and he's a bad and for him being stupid and, and an asshole he is a badass character yeah for sure and so they gave him that and i was like yes it's not whiny Marsden. It's like, and it's just wasted, man. I, I will say James McAvoy, again, it's just fantastic. This is one of the most iconic, as Michael Fassbender roles, like him as Magneto is perfect. But the other fact that he's supposed to be in like his 60s yeah. and they didn't even fucking gray his hair up. And I'm like, dude, I know the mutant gene makes you age slower, right? But at least like a streak of gray. That's like my something. That's like my favorite meme going around right now is it shows – fast bender in three different eras and then it then uh shows uh mcclellan as the 2000 um magneto it's like what the fuck happened in the 90s you know you go from fast bender to mcclellan in 10 years yeah it just yeah it was bad um so so how many uh how many professor x wheelchairs yeah out of five are you we're gonna give it Two wheelchairs mm. out of five. Venom was one. This is not as bad as Venom. Okay. Um, I would say two. You know, and I'm looking at Days of Future Past and First Class. Man, those are like fours. Yeah. And to think of like when they got it right, like with First Class and Days of Future Past, you're like, oh, holy shit, they put two good movies together. Man, I know. I think Days of Future Past is probably my f- my favorite X Men one. Oh, I think that's the best X Men movie yeah. overall. But X Two maybe after that. Yeah. And then don't sleep on the original X-Men. Yeah, no. But uh, it was unfortunate. I I don't even recommend seeing it in theaters. Just wait till it comes out on, I don't know, Disney streaming service, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> That's true, right? <laughs> but I was disappointed. I knew, like, I'm glad that I at least didn't, it wasn't lower than my low expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It wasn't Fantastic Four bad. Right. And it, and it, I would rather rewatch this movie than Venom. Okay. And I'd re I'd rather rewatch this movie than Justice League. Mm. I don't think anybody needs to rewatch Justice League. Just don't do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I, I think that for uh, the astute moviegoer, movie watcher, I think we knew from the trailers this was not going to be their best effort. Um, and in that kind of same breath, uh, something else that had recently come out, which I don't necessarily think has been their best effort so far is the, uh, the newest season of black mirror, um, very short season, only three episodes. Uh, I don't even know if you can call it really like a season, right? But I mean, you know, streaming services are, I mean, the first season of black mirror is only three episodes. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh. And then the second season's four episodes. Right. Oh. Okay. So I guess it's it's yeah. just been these uh these last two that have been like five or six or however. Yeah, once been. Netflix took over. Yeah. 
Um, and I think Bandersnatch originally was supposed to be in this season, so you know it would have made it a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, I've, so far I've I've seen two of the three episodes. I watched the uh, the Miley Cyrus episode, and the uh, <laughs> uh, I think the very controversial episode that uh, at least a lot of my friends are talking about with Anthony Mackie and uh, I can't I don't know the dude's name, but he played uh, Black Manta in Aquaman. Um, so yeah, so you know, two giant movie stars and the Marvel DC crossover that uh, I guess we wanted. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm gonna try and keep it spoiler free because it hasn't been out for a week. Uh, but that uh, particular episode, striking vipers. I just saw a quote from this episode. Okay. And I haven't seen the new season yet. Uh huh. But the quote is, "I fucked a polar bear." And I still couldn't get my mind off you. Yeah, that's a real thing. What? Yep. I don't even. What? Yes. So I don't want you to go into it, but I feel like I'm, you know, Leo, like you had my interest, but now you've piqued my curiosity. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, it is wild. So in the future, you know, uh, virtual reality is a big part of video games. I mean, you know, kind of is now, but it really hasn't taken off yet. Uh, so in uh, this story, you know, when you play a video game, you're like you're like the character, you know? So they're playing kind of what I look at as like Street Fighter. So one guy is Chung Lee, the other guy is Ryu, but, you know, different character names. And, uh, you know, stuff happens in the video game. And I'll uh, just leave it at that. Just go from there. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, in the two, basically, the two episodes that I've seen, that one and the Miley Cyrus one, like, they just don't ever have the the weight or, like, the, the bleakness that I've come to expect from prior episodes. Or are you okay with that? No. You want the... That's what I want. Sh- the soul-shattering feeling. Dude, especially the Miley Cyrus one, because I think it starts great, but it turns into, like, an Olsen Twins heist movie towards the end. Oh. So it's, like, super serious in the beginning, and then they, like, try and flip the script and have it be, like, a buddy action comedy. It's super weird. Like, it's really hard to explain. Uh, I hope when you, like, if you watch it, you know, people will kind of notice the same thing, how, like, the tone just absolutely shifts, and it just doesn't work, in my opinion. Um, although I do think Molly Cyrus is, is, is really good in it, uh, and I hope she gets more acting roles uh, after this, actually. Um, but just, yeah, just r- so weird. So weird. And then, <laughs> and both endings too. I, I I just am still sitting here, like kind of in awe that that's how they uh, they wrap both of these stories up. But you know, so well, who's in the third one? Anybody? Because I mean, I feel like the Black Mirror. What is different is the star power that the episodes have garnered. Yeah. No. Very true. And I think that's honestly what. What I liked more about the earlier episodes is, yeah, because it's a bunch of no-name actors. Well, at the time, they weren't at the time. as popular because... Agreed. I mean, there's a bunch of guys... Right. There's a bunch of actors that have since um, definitely blown up, um, including that one guy from uh, from Get Out. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, last season, they had, you know, a ton of well-named actors uh, this season as well. I think in the episode I didn't watch, it's Topher Grace is the... Oh, that's right. It is. It's Topher. Is the name draw, Fucking but also, it looks like the... the at fa- least from the preview... Uh, the two like main characters are like unknown actors. Okay. Yeah, I forget that it's Topher, and the fact that his he, you know why his name's Topher, right? It's Christopher, right? Yeah. And he was po- like, I'm not gonna be Chris. Yeah. It'd be Topher. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's worked out for him. Has it? He's getting that '70s show. And he what, he did he did he did get to play uh, David Duke. It's the last thing I saw him in. Yeah, and he was great. So Eric Foreman got real racist. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And he was Venom uh, at a certain point too, right? Maybe uh, the worst. Maybe the that. worst casting job ever. I th- not his in fault. Superhero. Not his fault. He's yeah. He wants to get paid. I mean, but in but when you have to fight 
Tobey Maguire, that's not very hard to fight. Very true. Right? Very true. And then James Franco. Like, those aren't the – like, <laughs> if, we're, if we're really going to be honest here, <laughs> I would like to fight any of those guys. Would I like to fight Tom Hardy? Fuck no. No. But I would fight the Even shit. William Defoe. Yeah, no. Right? Oh, William Defoe plays dirty. Okay. Sure, but he looks like he weighs 110 pounds soaking no, wet. It looks like he lights the pain. Like, you would punch him and he'd just be like, Uh-oh. I'm good. Dude, yeah, Boondock Saints. He, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so back to Black Mirror. So how like, are you feeling? You know, people felt like last season was a little bit of uh, not as good as the previous seasons. I thought last season was great. I liked last season a lot. Um, but, yeah, this season so far – not impressed whatsoever with these uh these two episodes and even bandersnatch like i liked bandersnatch because it was different it was new you know the whole choose your own adventure thing was was cool um so that i enjoyed that but like i didn't necessarily like like the endings to the story you know um i mean so if we're talking season four right season four did have san Junipero. It did. Which is a fantastic episode. Like that episode. I mean, oh, no, no, no. No, no, that's season three. Oh, you're right, you're right, yeah. Season four had Hang the DJ, which is a cool yeah, episode. Yeah, Hang the DJ, the the, Cal- the USS Black Callister, Museum. the US Black Callister. Museum. I think those are the best. Uh, Metalhead was one. I didn't like that one. I, th- I, th- I kind of liked it. And then it had the, the baby murdering one. Yeah, the, like the crocodile, bleakest, I crocodile think, which right. is the bleakest episode of the entire season. It is, but I really enjoyed the how they tied it all together like how that yeah ended, yeah yeah, yeah, right? yeah true no no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but that, again that's like what i have come to expect right like that type of uh that type of emotion you know from maybe the maybe episodes. they're saving it all for the topher one yeah may, and maybe i'll watch this one and you know my mind will be blown but i mean i've already looked at the reviews and it doesn't look like why it's. do you do that to yourself <laughs> i don't know because I'm bored at work on Friday, and I need something to read. At least you're, you're not Brett, who reads the Wikipedia pages of yeah, movies that exactly. he hasn't seen. Right. And then, I make sure they're spoiler free. And then free. decides his opinion about said movie without ever seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say definitely watch um, at least the Striking Vipers one, because I think it's a pretty interesting topic of conversation. Uh, but, I mean, you can you can probably pass on the Miley Cyrus episode. How was uh, Anthony Mackie in it? How was Papa Doc, Captain America? <sighs> he was okay. I just didn't particularly like the character that they made him play. So he was just like a suburban dad. Oh, it's real weird. So, like, m- very vanilla. Nothing really okay. interesting. Yeah. And honestly, like the 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 most emotion that they show, I mean, there definitely is like a, you know, a culminating scene uh, with with the two actors. But for the most part, what you're seeing is them as like the video game characters interacting. So there, it's oh, like different different actors. Yeah, that's uh, really interesting. Yeah. Well, if you watch Black Mirror, let us know your thoughts. Comment on the post on Facebook, uh, on this episode, or uh, you know, tweet us. Instagram. Let us know what you what you thought. Yeah, let me know if uh, you would strike that viper. Oh, I don't even want to know. <laughs> now I feel like you're just having a snake <laughs> give you head. Like that's what I'm imagining. If you fuck a polar bear. All right. Uh, speaking of fucking up things in nature. Mm, okay. Swamp Thing yeah. has been canceled. The newest. Is it even out yet? <laughs> one episode. <laughs> the newest uh, series to debut on DC's universe streaming so the dc universe the streaming service has been canceled after one episode they will still release the full season which is 10 episodes which was supposed to be 13 uh however there will be no season two of swamp thing yeah for the most ridiculous reason that i think i've ever heard in recent memory of why a show has been canceled true but at the end of the day i feel like it's always a uh, a bottom line decision right so although this is kind of a weird uh scenario at the end of the day it's like is the show gonna make them money right no i understand i do but i think it was going to until they went over budget thinking that they had half of their budget compensated from the 
government of North Carolina. So why this show was canceled is because whoever was producing the show made an accounting error. Pretty massive one, like a $40 million one, right? $40 million error. That'll probably get you fired. Which would have been the second season of the show, apparently. And because of that, everyone on the cast and crew suffers now, and this show is going to end. And that makes me sad because, uh, for one thing, the DCE or DC Universe streaming shows, uh, they have three of them. They have Titans, which is live action. They have Young Justice, which is animated. And they have Doom Patrol, which is live action. To be fair, they are three of the better superhero shows that have been produced. I mean, Doom Patrol is the weirdest thing, but it's really good. And that cast is actually pretty stat with Timothy Dalton, uh, Brendan Fraser making a reprise, uh, Matthew Bloom, the guy from White Collar, um, and a few other well-known actors. And they make it work. Oh, okay. and, and okay. the guy that does all the voices and, and is in almost everything. He's uh, Steve the Pirate. He's <laughs> K2SO. Right. Uh, he's the villain. And he's he's really iconic in it too. Uh, Titans is a rated R, <laughs> like superhero movie. And fuck Batman. Well, it's not just that. Like, I would it watch is, it. Just it is graphic, Brian. If you haven't seen it, like they fuck some people up. And Mickey Kelly gets naked. Like Ooh, it. Okay. Yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, I know you are. That's why I threw that in there. And so Swamp Thing, even though it's one of the most ridiculous DC titles out there, it. It is kind of dark. It deals with demons and stuff, and it brings in like everybody's favorite Constantine, um, who the guy who plays Constantine, who played him on the NBC show, who now plays him on the CW show, and who has also done his voice in animated shows and movies, was saying that he wanted to play Constantine in the DC uh, Universe Swamp Thing show, which they're going to be like, yo, he's going to be um, the dude from Law & Order SVU uh, that was on homicide and then he oh, just on like, like every sh- right. like, like he's playing the same <laughs> every character right, right, on different right. networks on different shows like right. and i think it's fantastic because he's great at it i mean keanu wasn't terrible but he wasn't the constantine from the comics yeah he was just keanu reeves as constantine right exactly he was demon uh exerciser john wick <laughs> yeah pretty much and uh, a little neo it's just there. crazy man like because uh, fans are outraged fans are upset oh that yeah they got canceled i would be because too they enjoyed the first episode yeah and that the fact that he got canceled like that, they're really upset. I mean, it's just, I think, an illustration of how poorly managed just... Warner Brothers is. Yeah, Warner Brothers in D.C. is, right? Like, that... Ha- I mean, you, whatever. People make mistakes. Shit happens. But, I mean, come on. Get but it together. Like, this is your... Just think about, it, like, one to two error, Like, an error by one or two people caused hundreds of people to lose their job yeah and you what you can't think about too because you probably can't extrapolate this is like what effect this is going to have on uh you know like this phase of what they're doing right with all these original shows because who knows this could have been the best dc show that they've ever made still could be right there's only been one episode and then people would be so interested and enamored they join and you know it just becomes this like snowball effect right like the stranger things effect i feel like when stranger things came out uh a lot of people who are like resisting to get netflix just finally like broke down um to get it or they just called their cousin and asked for their login um thanks greg (laughs) gotta save that money but it's just yeah am i surprised (laughs) no it's fucking DC. They've been fucking up TV and movies for a long time. And we'll continue to do so. Yeah. I mean, it, they're, they're really not making this a race anymore. It's more like, uh, hey, Marvel, Disney is so far ahead. Are we just going to be able to see the rearview lights at a certain point? I don't think that answer is no. <laughs> I just feel. I just feel for the cast and crew. Yeah. Well, that is it for this diet episode of Pop Not Soda. Uh, please let us know your thoughts on everything we've talked about today. Uh, let us know if you've seen Edsman Dark Phoenix and you disagree with me and you think 
the movies worse or better than I said, because if you do, you're, you're wrong. Uh, let us know if you've watched Black Mirror and if you want to fuck any animals in virtual reality. Uh, if tonight, because it's Monday, it's game five of the finals, oh, yes. if the board man gets paid tonight, uh, let us know your thoughts on is Kawhi Leonard the dynasty killer? Uh, and is that his new nickname? And where does he rank now all time? Yeah. With two championships and Putting most likely two finals MVPs. Michael Jordan and LeBron James have done before in yep. the playoffs. Um, and uh, let us know if you're going to buy the pro display stand. <laughs> or if you would just like to stand. Us Fuck yeah. the computer. I just want to Let stand. us know if you'd like it, you know, for us to put, you know, some money into research and development for our Pop Not Soda display stand. Yep. That PNS is going to stand up for that low price real of strong 69, for 69. Yep. If you miss us throughout the week, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at pop underscore not soda. You can like and follow our Facebook page at bat slash pop not soda official. Uh, and just like this episode, you can find every episode of Pop Not Soda at popnotsoda.podbean.com, on Spotify Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. So until next time, we will catch you on the flip side.